everyone, I'm Maggie. I'm Alex. And this is Socially Coarse. The podcast for all things geek, nerd, TV, film, and marriage. That was a very enthusiastic, hi everyone, so sorry about that. So. Did you just apologise for being enthusiastic? You really are British. Yeah. <laughs> I know I'm not by birth, but by manners. Yeah, no. You, I belong. You've pretty much adapted to become British, 100% I now. feel like I've always had these mannerisms, though. And I feel like I've just found the country where this belongs. And oh, obviously, the, yeah, I was going to say the next level is Canada. We'll get but there. We'll get, we'll get there. there. Anyway, for today, the topic is, it was my birthday last week. And as a birthday treat, we went to see Black Panther. So we want to review Black Panther. And Alex, are we doing the spoiler free? Are we going full spoiler? Oh, we're going full spoiler. (gasps) What about the poor people who haven't seen it? Well, get your asses out there and see it before you listen to this then. Well, that's just mean. So mean. I never said I was a nice person. Well, that was one of your selling points. Just saying. (laughs) Yeah, we're married now. I don't need to impress you anymore. So, yeah. So this is going to be a bit of a spoiler-ish. We're just going to be talking about some of the details and stuff. So... You have been warned. Spoiler alert. We need like a soundbite for that. Yes, we do. We do. Spoiler alert. I don't know why Dalek is saying it, but we'll, we'll just move on. It's Spoiler fine. alert. Spoiler alert. <laughs> like that was like a 1950s Dalek though. Yeah, yeah, I was going for that. Spoiler alert. <laughs> anyway. So, Daleks so, have nothing to do with Black Panther, by so, the way. So, spoiler alert, guys. <laughs> just in case you didn't get it, you know. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, we went to see Black Panther because everyone's been raving about it. Everyone. Literally everyone who's seen it is like, oh my god, it's so god. And you know, the trailer did look good and the, yeah. the character that we saw in Civil War, obviously Black Panther oh, was really good. good. Um, Chadwick Boseman, you know, he's, he's a good actor. He fits mm-hmm. the role really nicely. Mm-hmm. You know, the accent is believable. At least we think it is. Like, yeah, we I'll think be honest, like, I haven't heard anybody with that strong of an accent, but I was saying this after the film, like... Even though I thought it would irritate me, I actually found it really pleasant the way that he enunciated yeah, quite clearly and all the R's he really went for. Like, like he went for them really strongly. All right, and- put it back in your pants. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, he never actually does that, you know. <laughs> Despite being a Black Panther, he never purrs. Yeah, um, oh, that's just disappointing now. Yeah, so we went to see it. Everyone's raving about it. And obviously it's it's being lauded as being very political at the minute. Not that we're saying that's a bad thing. No. <laughs> Straight off the bat, this isn't a racial thing. No. We're going to review the film as we watched it mm-hmm. and our just personal view of it. Obviously, we had to see it. It's Marvel. And um, apparently, by the looks of the trailer for Infinity War, Wakanda mm-hmm. plays quite uh, an important... At yeah. least it looks like Wakanda. I don't know if it is. Yeah. But it looks like it's the planes outside of Wakanda, so... Yeah. It yeah. looked like... It, it it looked like they're soldiers. So. Yeah, it, it, oh, that's yeah, that's what gave it away, wasn't it? It was it yeah. was little Wakandan soldiers. Um, so yeah, anyway, Black Panther, a place called Wakanda in Africa, uh, which is a hidden city. And by hidden, I mean they've literally put like a cloaking bubble around it. Um, because they've got adamantium uh, vibranium <laughs> all around them. Franchise, so many rights issues. Yes, yeah, so they have. They basically control the vibranium because it was in a meteor that crashed to the earth and it landed there. And the story they tell you at the beginning is that there were a bunch of tribes. There were four tribes there. Five. You sure? Mm-hmm. Okay, so there were five tribes there and they were fighting each other constantly. And then one came along and united them all apart from one tribe who went to live in the mountains. Exactly. That's um, why it is. 
Yes. Um, so these four came together and then started using vibranium to develop ridiculous technologies and weapons mm-hmm. and things like that. But then they never they knew they had to keep it safe from the outside world because people are shit. Um, mm-hmm. So they basically put this cloaking field around their city and then the king adopts the mantle of Black Panther, who is their sort of primary protector. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what T'Challa yeah. is. And like to to the outside world, Wakanda is a third world country. Yeah. Well, it's Africa, whereas... so like no one cares. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they, you know, no one takes it seriously. But yeah. So I did actually like how the story was introduced. I liked that whole mm. aspect that they kind of took a very, I don't know, like almost like traditional. A, yeah. Like, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. For some reason, I, it reminded me of, like, Aborigine stories. Yeah, when yeah, I used yeah. to get them told. Like, it was that kind of start. It was tribal Africa, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, so. so it was really interesting from that perspective that they kind of took that role on it. And it was good to see the development. And I, I think, up front, I felt like the film was treated as a platform to introduce an entire backstory... Back... back sorry. Backstory for the trilogy. Yeah. So the... There was a lot to take in because we were meeting all the characters, we were meeting the entire storyline, and we were we were understanding this whole part of well, yeah, the, the Marvel universe that that's wasn't explained elsewhere. Yeah, the thing about the sort of Marvel MCU mostly to date is that it's been set in America, in New um, York, New mostly. York, exactly. Yeah, just one city where all these superheroes just happen to be, hmm. um, and we you know we knew the backstories of most of the superheroes, most people. Knew about Iron Man and Hulk and Thor and Captain America, which is why they chose those four to start with. Um, so we kind of knew their backstories, and obviously they had their own film. And mm-hmm. like you know, like we were saying, all you need to know is that they live in New York. Mm-hmm. Tony Stark's super rich, weapons mm-hmm. developer. He's also a dick who's daddy issues. Mm-hmm. Captain America is you know the embodiment well, of ridiculous American patriotism. Mm-hmm. Thor is the Viking god of thunder, mm-hmm. and uh, the Hulk, you know, is uh, he created himself. Got yeah, wrong. basically. Um, so there wasn't much to go into, but with Black Panther, there was the whole history of mm-hmm. Wakanda as mm-hmm. a as a city and as a culture. Um, so they needed to go through that, uh, and not only that, but they were obviously T'Challa hadn't been crowned king. This no. takes place immediately after the events of Civil War, yeah. um, where obviously the old king of Wakanda died. Um, and basically, I think it takes place just as they're flying back. Yeah. And on the way, they stop to pick up um, like someone they need to be there um, at the like crowning ceremony, and then they go home. Basically, um, so yeah, we, like Maggie was saying, we're immediately introduced to essentially a whole new world, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. as uh, that's what Aladdin it said. Like. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so there was a lot of backstory to go into about the culture and the history and the the traditions that they have now mm. how they've retained some of their traditions and brought mm. them into the future and things like when t'challa was being crowned king they had to have this ceremonial thing between all of the tribes mm. that if anybody wanted to challenge him for the mantle of king they could do so yeah and which was very know, interesting yeah like in the 21st century you, that wouldn't happen <laughs> yeah so it was, it was yeah it was interesting to see these things happening um and for it you know he was stripped of his black panther powers mm. which king now that i think flower. about it doesn't make sense yeah, because he shouldn't have had them in the first place. Yeah, but I guess because his fa- maybe maybe there was a little bit of time that happened between his father dying and the events of Black Panther. Because maybe he just took on the Black Panther 
strengths because his father was gone. Maybe, yeah. Maybe, or maybe he was already. Thing. Maybe he, his father already passed down the yeah, Black Panther, kind of the flower. Maybe. Shiz. So, yeah, anyway, when the Vibradium Meteor hit, it grew this flower as well mm. as purple flower. I can't remember what they called it. The heart shaped herb mm. or heart shaped flower. I don't remember what they called it. I think it was literally just that mm. the heart shaped flower or herb. And basically, they grind it into a, a juice, and whoever drinks it gets, like, you know, uh, really Super fast smells. reflexes, basically. Mm. Um, not They get some improved strength and things like that as well, but it's mainly about the reflexes and the mm. speed. Um, the panther like stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They, I mean, they worship Bast, who is the Black Panther god. Bast. That's, that's what his name was. <laughs> I oh, know. Did you not notice that? No. Because, yeah, whoever doesn't know that we have a cat called Bast that we got from a book, actually. So, yeah, it's kind of coincidental. But So, yeah, there was a lot of backstory to go into. And then the main events of the film didn't really seem to kick in until about halfway through, I yeah. thought. Yeah, yeah. There was a lot of introducing the kind of culture of Wakanda and making sure and that we were, understand the intricacies of the politics. Yeah, there were a lot of characters we had to meet, yeah. like the leaders of the various tribes mm. and like what their roles were mm. and things like that as well. Um, um, but then, sort of... Oh, sorry. Midway through, we get to meet um, Ulysses Claw again, which is played by Andy Serkis. So it's the white South African sounding guy who was the um, vibranium miner for Tony Stark in the other films. Well, he so stole he was like the, the vibranium. Oh, trader. He was a trader. Yeah. But he had like he, he's a whole a, mine. He's an illegal weapons he? dealer. Yeah, but didn't he have a whole mine? That's why Ultron went there. No, that was just where he was building a ah. bunch of stuff. He, Ultron went there in Age of Ultron um, because that's where he had stashed the vibranium mm. that he stole. Right. That's where Claw stashed the vibranium. Right. Right. Um, but anyway, so we get introduced to him and sorry every time. And T'Challa is sent to apprehend Claw and either bring him back to Wakanda or execute him mm. because he stole the vibranium and he also killed his best pals slash one of the like sort of main warriors of the, one of the other tribes' parents. I guess he's now a leader of the tribe. He is, but yeah, he was, he's the leader. But. In the combat kind of situation where he could challenge, he was positioned as the main warrior. I think the the guy who was announcing for him was like the tribal kind of shaman type of thing. Mm, where, or like, you know, he would handle all of the official uh, announcements and things like that. So anyway, where was I going with this? Oh, yeah. Bloody hell. They were going to see Claw. Yeah. To try and get him. They, In they, Tokyo? Hong Kong. Hong somewhere. Kong, yeah. They run into Martin Freeman, who's Agent Ross, what's yeah. he called? Um, working for the CIA. Yeah, yeah. working for the CIA. He's there to apprehend Claw as well. They all get mm. them in, They get him into... He's not there to arrest Claw. He's the one buying the vibranium. No, 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 no. He said that he was wanting to arrest him, but like he got him there under the pretense of wanting to buy a vibranium. I remember that. Yeah. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if they straight yeah. up just wanted to buy the vibranium. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, anyway, they get him in interrogation room. Surprise, surprise, Claw escapes because some people save him. Duh. Um, and Martin Freeman takes hit for T'Challa's Bay, which is... I don't know what her name was. It was uh-uh. something like End Something, but it was played by Lupita Nyong'o, who was actually a very good actress. Yeah. I was surprised with her. Um, and don't worry, there's plenty of female representation. You know, the, his Bay is badass, his general and his... 
Generally, entire yeah. King's God are women, and they're awesome, so don't worry about that. And they're bald for some reason. Yeah. Anyway. And um, then Claw gets rescued, but then it turns out that the guy who's been working with Claw was just waiting to betray him, kill him, and come back to Wakanda, because, woo, this guy is also a Wakandan. He's the, uh, well, he's the... He's the son of the of the king's, king's brother. brother, yeah. And the king's brother got executed by the king at the start because he betrayed them, and he's the reason that Claw got his hands on Vibranium. This is a lot of backstory, actually, and we, really we've is. only just got to halfway the, on the film. This is why it felt so long. Um, and then they bring... Martin Freeman back to Wakanda, which was against them. Like and, and also T'Challa's sister is the main R and D lady of the Wakandan world, so she's super smart, super scienty. So they bring Martin Freeman Freeman in. There's a bit of an Easter egg because she says, Oh, second white man you've brought me. Um yeah, second broken white boy. Yeah, exactly. So she she heals him even though he got shot in the heart or somewhere. Spine, yes, sorry, spine. God. And then, yes, then Michael B. Jordan, who played someone, Eric... Killmonger. Killmonger, yeah. Which, you know, sounds like a totally good guy name. Yeah. Um, shows up with Claw's body, dumps it for the tribe of the guy who wanted him dead. So that guy then brings him back to T'Challa. Then he, Michael B. Jordan slash Killmonger, um, challenges T'Challa because it's, he's got a right to the throne as well because he's basically on the same level as him although not really because technically T'Challa was the descendant of the king so he surely has, he, he has had a right, right to challenge though yeah but he has a right to challenge him so he challenges him he manages to throw him off a cliff so he actually gets into power he basically becomes Trump uh, <laughs> no he really not does really. he's like yeah. well what he wants to do is essentially give vibranium weapons to every black person in the world and they'll start a revolution and kill and overthrow all the white people. So he's kind of like the anti-Trump. Just, yeah. He's like, like the black he's like Trump. A weird in, yeah, he's, he's the black Trump, essentially. Um, and, you know, we knew the film was going to have political overtones. Yeah. Of course it was. Um, but God damn. They were quite subtle with it for the most part of the film. But the pretty much as soon as um, Killmonger came into, became the king, became the new Black Panther... Mm. Um, yeah, it became really uh, blatantly political, mm. um, which is you know one of the main things we didn't like about it. We're not bothered about the whole political side no. of things. It's just that they lost all subtlety. Mm. <laughs> like toward, further, they got towards the end, uh, you know, all subtlety kind of just flew out the window. And it just it dragged on a lot. It did. It like you know it was two and a half hour of film. It was and- like Claw was there, who was like a main villain and then he mm. dies mm-hmm. Martin Freeman was there who's a main character and he gets severely injured and then Killmonger comes along um, there's a lot to take in there was a lot of people there but like you know and then by the way then T'Challa is found at the mountain people which is the tribe that never got yeah. involved and he was saved by them because one of the mountain people was the one who actually challenged him the first time around there was a challenging and T'Challa beat him so he had respect for him and he was like you spared my life I have spared yours we are even blah 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 and, and but then he, he won't help T'Challa get Wakanda back basically no. he knows that this guy's a bad guy but he's like you know what we don't want to be involved in your politics no. um, 
I so, feel like we're just recapping the story right now and it's kind of irritating me. I feel like we need to give opinions rather than recap. Okay, fair enough. It was a good film, a little bit too political and it dragged on a little bit too long. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Opinion given. Fair enough. That was it. I mean, it was a great film. You know, yeah. um, Ryan d- Coogler is a great great director. He hasn't he did done well. that much. and. No. You know, he kind of comes in and absolutely smashes Black Panther. Yeah. And, it's it, you know, he wrote it as well, and it was really good. Mm-hmm. The scripting was, good. was really good. The characters yeah. were really good. The actors were really good. Um, no, one's af- uh, no one's accent was really over the top. Martin mm. Freeman's American accent was a bit shit. Mm. But other than that, you know, the, the only thing that I didn't like is it's devalued vibranium a lot for me mm. because literally everything they owned was made out of vibranium, like their cars and stuff like mm. that. And you, you think about what a big deal is made out of Captain America's shield mm. and they have an entire city and cars and like yeah, everything but... made out of vibranium. And I know that's kind of the idea, Yeah. but then obviously at the end of the film, he's like, right, uh, T'Challa goes to the UN and he's like, right, surprise bitches. Wakanda's the best country in the world, and we're going to help the rest of you. Um, and naturally, everyone just kind of smirks, and they're like, what does a bunch of farmers have to offer us? And then it cuts to black. Um, and then, was that the Easter egg, or was that just That's, the end? That was the first Easter egg. Yes, and then the second Easter egg is... Dun, 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 uh, Bucky. Because he was the first white boy that was brought to her, too. Yeah, Broken you called, white boy. so good call. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Bucky's there. So... Odds are Captain America's there as well, or he's hiding somewhere else. Which is why we see in Infinity War trailer that Black Panther T'Challa is the fir- is the one to bring Captain America back into the fold. Get this money, Shield. Yeah, why would um, he have to? Actually, that line now doesn't make sense because T'Challa could have just made him a fucking shield. He could have made him a whole suit of armor. Wouldn't have been the point. I know. It was that shield is Captain America's shield. Like it's more of a symbol rather than anything else. But, if he just if he came out of nowhere and he's like, "Hey, I'm just covered in vibranium now," that shield's nothing to me. That's not what Captain America is about. He has the shield because he, it's a symbol of he's the protector, not the war maker. Do you know I'm what I mean? I'm just saying. He I know. Don't get me wrong. It's ridiculous. Out. They have cars made out of vibranium, and they're still like, "Oh, did he bring his shield?" Because if he didn't, we're fucked. <laughs> Like, you, I mean, you're drinking out of a vibranium cup. Can you not just make me some kind of vibranium gun? has a necklace that has little, like... Nanobots. Yeah, like it, yeah, it basically just has a suit in a tiny little necklace made of little teeth or something. Yeah, it looks like it's the end Yeah, of it's like... And yeah, he just thinks it and his yeah. suit comes out and just completely covers them and it's like kinetic, kinetic absorption, absorption and things like that. It's really cool. Um, it's and, like really awesome. And but... Iron Man gets a suit like that at some point. And one of the comics he has but the the nanobots are in his skin mm. so i've got a feeling that maybe that's going to come into it somewhere maybe he'll just have the nanotech technology yeah uh, but anyway um it was just you know there was a lot to say for kind of the fact that they made them so advanced meant uh, that nothing could threaten them it's like yeah, oh yeah they you were... took a bullet to the spine ah we can repair we can that. heal it it's fine yeah it's like you fell off a cliff yeah we can heal you yeah it's a bit much. I get what you mean. It, and obviously the technology level gets a bit ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It's, when they like have the an capes. entire stealth bubble that yeah. surrounds the city. And yeah, one of the tribes, um, they basically wear robes, right? Yeah. With like the capes on the end. And they can grab the cape uh-huh. and use it as a shield because there's this like whatever, like kinetic barrier that yeah. comes out of the cloak yeah, and they have just... these massive shields. And it's like, this is getting a little bit yeah. ridiculous there. Like, 
is Thanos even a threat to these people yeah. at this point? Like, you know what I mean? Which obviously, you know, he is. Yeah. Um, because, if, you know, if Phil Connor gets the head ripped off, then mm. they're pretty dead. But, mm-hmm. like, it's going to be difficult part. to get to that part. <laughs> to get to that point, rather. For the um, most part, they seem pretty indestructible. Which yeah. Which is a little bit weird. But, I mean, he did manage to... Killmonger did manage to kill one of the kings. I did have to say, <laughs> I did love fun. the fact that they actually made the king's god really badass. They were like, so cool. They just took on Killmonger, like, four of them. And he only managed to kill one of them, which was pretty awesome. Like, you usually see that, like, he would just take them all down. Mm. And they're just like, nah. They're like, even at one point, they've nearly got him. But... Yeah, because, like, you know, whenever going to... I know Killmonger, you know, he was this ex-badass Black Ops guy. Yeah. But they wouldn't have trained him with, like, claws or anything. Do you know what I mean? So he wouldn't really have had a lot of close... He would have had probably some kind of martial arts training. But then he got the flower juice. Yeah, it's true. So that's probably, at the end, what made him really difficult to destroy, because he had flower juice in him. Flower juice. Flower power. Mario flower power. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, you know, and it was a good film. The effects were good. I don't like the level of technology that they have now, mm. especially with Infinity War coming up and yeah. with T'Challa making this technology available to the rest of the world, which is obviously a terrible idea because someone like Trump will get a hold of it mm-hmm. and use it to build a vibranium wall. Um, <laughs> and just stuff like And I think it was a mistake to do that. Mm. I don't agree with when he... Fair enough offering aid to the yeah. rest of the world, but coming Completely. out and saying, hey... We have all of the vibranium in the world. Yeah, that's you a want bit some? much. It's like, you know for a fact they're going to use it to make better weapons. Yeah. You know, they have, these Wakandans have spears that double up as like sonic cannons, basically. Yeah. You don't think that's going to be a danger to the rest of the world? Um, so I, I didn't necessarily agree with that, but, you know, it's what he was meant to be about. He's meant to be a good guy, John. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a good film, but a little bit too politically heavy. Yeah, and let's the be end. honest. When, like, when he says to Killmonger, like, you know, I can save you, he's like, I'd rather be like my ancestors who jump ship and died as opposed to be kept in bondage. And, and there were a lot of things like that. It's like, yes, we get it. <laughs> Move past it. Not the whole, you know, yeah. slavery thing. That's, you know, we can never apologize enough for that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it got a little bit too blatantly political, which mm. kind of ruined it for me a little bit. Yeah. But I have to say, the thing I was impressed with was the level of humor. I think it was just right. Yeah. It, was... it didn't detract from any any serious moments while also just lightening them enough, if that makes sense. Like, it, there were humorous moments put into really serious places, but they weren't so strong that they mm. overpowered the seriousness of the situation. Yeah, so there's there's one bit where obviously he's, he's taking the challenges. Yeah. And no one wants to challenge him. And he's like, and the the announcer's like, does anybody else wish to challenge him? And then T'Challa's sister puts her yeah. hand up. So, but you didn't see the joke coming. No, So you're immediately no. like, oh, fuck, that's just kicked up. And I'm uh, genuinely waiting yeah, for me it to too. be the f- Immediately in my head, I already figured out the rest yeah. of the film. I was yeah. like, she's going to lose, but he's going to let her live, and she's going to be a dick, and then betray him, and yeah. help Killmonger, yeah. and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And everyone in the crowd yeah. was just like, <gasps> and then she was like, can we hurry this up? This course it hurts, and I want to go home. It's like, oh, fucking hell. <laughs> that was the right amount of humor, yeah. because it made it really tense. Yeah. 
and then immediately cut it away, but you still knew that something was going to happen. Yeah, yeah. Whereas it Thor set you up for the tenseness. Doing that all the time. Yeah. It didn't let you build up on the tense moment. It just went straight for the detraction, which just yeah. kind of... But yeah, I, I actually genuinely thought she was going to challenge him. I was like... <gasps> they do. She doesn't like him. They don't get along. She hates I was like, him. She, she probably likes him, but she wants to be like queen. Yeah, yeah. But then it's like, yeah, I just want to go home. So yeah. I would like to also point out that the only reason that T'Challa decided to ch- share all their knowledge with the world is because his bae said so. So yeah. I'm just saying. She had good reason to do it. You know, she was a spy. They found her. She was undercover yeah. helping um, stop, like, human traffickers, basically, yeah. who, were, who were selling off women. Was in Nigeria or something. Yeah, they were, like, selling off women, basically, and she was doing that. And she was doing it for so long that she was like, look, uh, we're in a position to do something about it on a bigger scale. Why don't we? Mm-hmm. And he knows why they should, but he also knows why they shouldn't. In the end, he decides to. Because he wants to keep her around. I don't agree with that decision, but... Yeah, yeah. me either. But yeah. But overall, I think it was a good film. I think it... it it's, it's like kind of, for Infinity War a bit more. Yeah, I'm definitely excited for Infinity War. There is that thought that I'll just leave you with, which we've kind of been talking about, but it's, you know, it's nothing, and don't mean this maliciously, but is everybody saying that it's the best film so far just because they feel like they can't say that it is? Just as a thought. But overall, I thought it was a good film. That was a genuine concern for us. We're like, everybody's raving about it being a great film, but is that... From more of a political standpoint, yeah. because obviously it's predominantly black actors, black directors, things all, like that. I mean, there's only two white guys, yeah, which is Martin cool. Yeah, Freeman and there's Claw. Yeah, which is pretty cool. And it I is, don't get it. me wrong, it's and great. It was, yeah. But is that a reason enough for it to be such a fantastic film? But then we went to see it and it's actually, yeah, no, it is actually a fantastic film. I'm not saying it's the best out of the Marvel Cinematic no. Universe films, but it is a good film. It is, it's great. Um, it took on a different storytelling type yeah, I feel it did, like yeah. it, it it married the action with more storytelling rather than trying to focus on just making cool action scenes which is which is nice yeah, it's I it's mean, different it recently surpassed one billion dollars at the box office it's pretty good so it's doing pretty well yeah, yeah. Um, and like you say it is a good film and it, it deserves the accolades it gets as long as it gets them for the right reasons yeah um, but we'll leave that out there. Like I say, we don't mean that in any malicious way, yeah, it's just any a racist thought. way. It's nothing like that. It's just, just a thought. Yeah. Um, but yeah. yeah. So, so that's, that's our thoughts. Behind. Yeah. So back to regularly scheduled uh, segments. Alex, sure. which one would you like? You usually ask me, so I'll ask you this time. I'll take the rough. Okay, go for the rough. <sighs> anyway. <laughs> Oh, dear me, why are we so tired? So, random useless fact. Use this in day-to-day conversations. It can help with trivia contests, things like that. If somebody asks you about it, you'll know the answer. So, uh, the random useless fact for today is each king in a deck of playing cards represents a great king from history. Mm. So, for the king of spades, we have King David. Uh, For the king of clubs, we have Alexander the Great. For the king of hearts, we have Charlemagne. And for the king of diamonds, we have Julius Caesar. Ah, So, So I know which one will be your (laughs) favourite. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get a King of Diamonds and just keep it in my wallet forever. I was gonna say into the one of the frames that we've got. I know I'm the best. Anyway, all four kings would look quite good. Anyway, yeah. Um, yeah, Maggie, do you have some good news for us? I do have good news, and this wow. is related. 
I know, I know. And this is related to uh, weather situation that we had here about two weeks ago, but it kind of persisted. So we had, if people don't know, we had in the UK the beast from the east come along and then clash with Storm Emma, which resulted in basically... Those two odd pod stars. No. Uh, Jesus. The beast from the east, Storm Emma. Anyway. Yes, Maggie Karen. <laughs> oh, you're just devaluing this good news so much. But anyway, it. it resulted in us personally, for example, we had about nine inches of snow by the time it all fell down. I was working from home for four days <laughs> in the entire week. Well, three and a half. Um, Alex couldn't actually go to work one day. At least um, it was only one day. Yeah, um, but I actually couldn't because I I was in a car, whereas Alex can take a bus. Anyway... Um, basically just resulted in a shit ton of problems. Then the next week, so this week, we also had floods when the snow started melting. And it was raining. Uh, Yeah, and it was raining on top of that. So just all around bad, but which is so heartwarming. There were so many good things that happened in communities. People banded together, helped each other out. But also NHS staff spend nights, multiple nights, in hospitals or in their practices Captain. during the adverse weather conditions so that they could care for patients. And I recently found out they're not actually entitled to yeah. complimentary tea bags. Like, they have to bring their own tea bags in. And they still weren't. Like, only people who were on the wards were allowed stuff. So, like, staff who were working there night and day, specialists who stayed behind and didn't go back home, were forced to, like, basically weather the conditions and go and buy their own bloody cups of tea which just made me so angry but anyway. i mean there are a lot of good news stories about you know the whole snow thing of like yeah you know communities came together and people with shovels and spades were out there clearing the streets and their villages and people with like pickup trucks and four by fours were offering people lifts and things like that mm. if they needed if they had somewhere they needed to be they got stuck and broke down people were there to help almost straight away mm-hmm. everyone was letting each other know which roads were clear and blocked and, mm. and things like that and there were tons of cases of like I say, staff and things like that camping out in locations to make sure they were there ready for the next day. And especially at the NHS, like you say, where the working conditions aren't the best to begin mm-hmm. with. And yet they chose to stay there and help out because they knew there was a genuine risk that they, they wouldn't be able to get back into work. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, there were a lot of, uh, you know, really nice um, stories around all that kind of stuff. But especially that one was really good. Mm-hmm. It was really heartwarming to know that these people were willing to do they that. genuinely care. Mm-hmm. That's nice. Um, so, yeah. So, that's uh, about it for this episode, I would have thought. If mm-hmm. you can find us on Facebook and Twitter, and that'd be great. And Instagram, of course. <gasps> I need to do the thing. I need to do the thing. Anyway, you'll, you'll find see. out what that is if yeah. you follow us on Instagram. Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah, nice follow plug. us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram for updates and just whatever shit comes to our brain. We might, we might at some point start doing like Instagram stories and shiz. We're not, never going to do Instagram stories. So, <laughs> there's links to that on our website. You know, um, if you can uh, leave us a review, that'll be mm-hmm. fantastic. On any... If you have any constructive feedback, yeah. let us know. It'll be yeah. Brilliant. Uh, you can find us on iTunes. You can subscribe if you can. That would be absolutely wonderful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And also, if you want to support the channel in a very small way, then you can use a link on our website that takes you to the coffee page, and you can just buy us a cup of coffee. And that just means we can just treat ourselves once in a while. And you'll help support the channel. Exactly. And, you know, get in touch. Tell us some random useless facts. Tell us your good news. We'll put it on the channel. If you've got anything in particular you want to hear us talk about, let us know. Mm -hmm. Um, 
And that, you know, that would be absolutely fantastic because... Sharon's sure caring. There we go. Sharing is indeed caring. As <laughs> That's getting more and more stressful. <laughs> Why, just because I keep randomly pointing at you? Yes. Keep up. Um, so, yeah, that about wraps it up for today's episode. Thank you all very much for listening. I've been Alex. I've been Maggie. And this was Socially Calls. Bye.